Welcome to Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Two gals on the prowl for enlightenment, sex, and all things holy. Holy Fuck. Each week, beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker, Catherine McClelland, and spiritual healer and life coach, Krista Kim, discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body. Stumbling through dating, relationships, and everyday life, all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. Happy New Year, Catherine! Happy New Year, Krista! It's so great to be back together again. It is, but has it really been a happy New Year? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we want to check in with our audience to find out if they're having the experience we're having. Is Were you expecting this to be like a super clear flow right into your 2020s? I was. Were you? And did something else happen? Yeah, not that. Not that. (laughs) I thought it was going to be this like, you know, exciting 2020, like all my dreams are going to manifest in the first week. And it's like, yeah, I feel like I... (laughs) Sizzled like slowly over the finish line, or like kind of like a slug. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Roll the 2020s here." <laughs> so now it's uh, God. It's- so I guess if you're listening <laughs> for uh, if you're having a common experience, and we're wondering, we think maybe more people than not are having this experience with this very big. Very big experience with this new yeah. year. That's not what they were expecting. Yeah. I mean, it is so slow that what? It's already mid January and we're going, Happy New, new Year. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just like, it was like all of these plans and all these things I thought were going to happen, like right, you know, in that first week, I was just going to go get the world. And it was like one thing after another, just was like, Yeah, no, you're not going to do that. Nope, you're not going to do that. And. <laughs> So now I'm in the, I don't know, maybe like um, after New Year's depression or after the holidays depression of like, you know, you get through all of the hype of the holidays and then, you know, here here it is, mid-January and things are still the same as 2019. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's so funny. We do think there's going to be this crossover event that... Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to have this crossover experience, and especially with all the hype about 2020 and right. clear vision. We're going in with our clear vision. And believe you me, I did my preparation. I wrote my lists of things that I did in 2019 I was proud of, and 2020, what I wanted to share. Honest to God, nothing is wrong, but it doesn't look and feel the way I expected <laughs> it to. And if Maybe it's kind of like your 21st birthday when you think it's going to be like, whoa, and the life is going to be different afterwards, and mm-hmm. you go out for your first drink, and you're like, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's still the same, but now I can drink in public, which is weird. <laughs> but I've been doing that for five years anyway, so. Well, I think there's like a common feeling, though, of everybody feels like they're supposed to be super happy in January, like th- with the new year. And that's just has not been my experience. I mean, to be honest, I've been like really angry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm not going to let you check in with my partner about this, but I think that he might also have some thoughts about that too. It's, I, I think one of the things is the amount of stress 
that we carry through the holidays that kind of get blended into drinking and eating. Mm -hmm. And you sort of let them go and you push them down because there are a lot of fun parties. And even if you don't do fun parties, sometimes I drink alone. (laughs) I thought you said, what? sometimes I jerk alone. And I was like, oh. Drink. That's drink. well. I mean, I. I don't know. <laughs> you what drink you mean by that. <laughs> Depends on what you mean by that. Oh. I just uh, just mean that things don't necessarily flow the way we expect them. And this year we had this. Well, so I celebrate all the way to the sixth, which happens to be Krista's birthday. Yeah. So happy birthday, Krista! Thank you. She's a young. Little chicken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super young. 47. 47. Which Climbing I mean, that's also it. Years. It's like I have the holidays and the new year and then like, then wait, there's still my birthday, you know? And it's so, <laughs> I have to, I always feel like I have to get through that before I can really get back to work. I so get it. And I have to get through epiphany. It just has <laughs> to happen. And I can't take my tree down and et cetera, et cetera. And I went through a big experience with my son packing up his room. Hmm. He's 22. He's going back to school. So we still got a bedroom in our house, but we're switching it into an office. And I had no idea that was going to be like an empty nest situation, but I freaked. And, And it was hard for both of us. And we were both so surprised by it, which was interesting. Um, He's a little bit of like a pull the band-aid off kind of guy. So he's like, let's do it, mom. We'll do it in one day. And we just kind of like tore through his room. Just kind of better that way in a way. I clearly he thinks so. Um, I'm not that person. I'm three days at least in a project like that. And I have to like moon over everything and go, Oh, isn't this cute? I love it. You know, he doesn't do that. So anyway, I had to do it all afterwards and right. had to have all this experience. So I think actually what you just touched on, that empty nest is part of the holiday blues because, you know, a lot of times your families are coming together and then they disappear into the ether. So I experienced that same thing with like my daughter going back to school. It was like mm-hmm. it felt so sweet to have her back around. And then when she, you know, took off, I was like, oh, there she goes again. Yeah, it's like a beginning of the reality that they are one day just going to keep going. Right. And and they don't live here anymore, and they may never live here again. And even that's, you know, a month here, a month there, and summers, or, you know, between jobs, or whatever, they're repositioning their lives, which is makes perfect sense to me. But they may never live in my town again. Right. May, it may never be that I could, I would love if I could take my kids out to dinner once a week. Like, mm-hmm. that'd be so great. And let them have their lives and then really connect. And then, you know, yeah, I, I'm not sure <laughs> that's not ever going to happen. <laughs> and it just it just struck me how far away I've lived from my parents and how many years I went with seeing them once a year. Like, <gasps> yeah. Just, so it, all of those things happened in the holidays, right? That all happened. It was like, ah! and And so now what? And then there's just this thunk. When you hit the ground, mm-hmm. and thank God for spiritual practice. That's all I can say. If I didn't have that piece, if I weren't pulling that along behind me, I would be really confused. But here's the truth of it. Even with the spiritual practice, there are days and times that just feel really hard. They do. And you know what my theory about that is? Please that, tell me. That the spiritual practice isn't actually working. <laughs> <laughs> like we're really more more committed to something else on those days. 
Uh, it could be things like judging our experience mm-hmm. or ourselves, like, oh, well, we're not doing well enough or, you know, something we want to have happen isn't happening. And we can't get outside of the story of it. And so the practice can't possibly work. And spiritual practice is about letting go. It's about letting go of your thoughts and letting go of what you demand from your life and letting go of what you think should be happening. And let right? Yeah. So I've had a whole lot of letting go. <laughs> letting go of my son. Like that was so surprising. I don't because I know he's coming home in June. Right. I just never had the thought that taking his stuff and putting it in storage was gonna feel like that. Yeah, so then needing to recommit to the practice, recommit, recommit, recommit. to the practice. And and that my highest knowing is that when I'm in love, no matter what the hell is going on or what the fuck is going on, which is what we feel about this new year, by the way, is what the fuck is going on, like our podcast. Right? Because some serious anger came up for me around it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I had to stop her from talking on, my, on the phone so we could do it as a podcast. But what the fuck? Like, Facebook has gone crazy. And they won't even let us use our name anywhere <laughs> anymore. Yeah. And last year, we could do that. And so we had this illusion that we were able to promote ourselves. Mm-hmm. But now that we can't even use our website name, Anywhere. I cannot post it anywhere. It's crazy. It's crazy. It just started kicking up all like, we do not accept your posts. We do not. I think what it was bringing up for me is that, um, you know, it has been such a journey for us to come up with the name, choose the name, know I that know. was the name, step into the name, claim the name, be, put, the, name. be the name, <laughs> put that name out in the world and like really take ownership and like, like it was so much growth for myself in speaking that as my truth, and so to be in this moment where all of a sudden I'm just I'm gonna be like the man because whoever the that is, whether is it's Facebook, Google, YouTube, you know, all of those um, entities that are out there, it's like I feel entities like, like <laughs> entities. In spiritual psychology, we call entities like dark forces. <laughs> so all the dark forces. Well, that's, and you know what. That's what it feels like. It feels like this dark force against me getting to speak my truth. Like, I've overcome, like, having to speak my truth in front of my friends, my family, my exes. And now it's like the man man (laughs) is going to be like, sorry, you're not good enough. Yeah, it was funny that it happened in December, right? I was like, what is happening? And there's it's completely beyond our control and it some people that were working with it took them two weeks to figure out how to even make some inroads to get us posted anywhere right. after that and and yet and this is where we stopped our conversation on the phone is the question of what's really going on here because like, what's getting in our way what's getting in our way like maybe Krista and I you and I but Krista and I to our audience <laughs> we know who each other are. Like, maybe we're not fully committed to being as revealed as we thought we were. Maybe we're hiding behind a name that can't be promoted. Mm. So this is the question of the new year is, you know, Chris is having a slightly different experience. We're both experiencing some anger at feeling like a little bit of, like, we can't break out of something that's controlling us, but your experience is a slightly different than mine. But the question for me that just keeps coming up is, 
what am I doing? What? Do, why do I not want to be seen? What happened in December that I decided I was going to start hiding? Mm. Or, you know, because there are confluences of energy, right? There's, what do we call it? Synchronicity. And when the synchronicities are not happening. Or when, like, for me, it's when the, it's, I feel like a lack of flow is happening right now yeah. with the podcast in particular, because, and, and I shouldn't say just in the podcast. <laughs> I'm thinking my whole I'm life. But it's maybe just, other people are having this New Year's experience. Yeah, but for me, the podcast definitely has had this like, I feel very creative doing it. And when we're doing the podcast, I feel a lot of creative energy rolling. Right. And I feel a lot of joy when I'm doing it. And every time we release one, I feel a lot of joy. So those are my indicators that I'm supposed to be doing this or to keep going. And then when those things happen, like, and I know you're not supposed to, in the podcast world, you're not supposed to look at your analytics and stuff because they all say, like, they don't mean shit. No one can figure anything out on the back end. They don't have their, you know, all these businesses don't have the right um, technology yet in order to pull all the information, blah, blah, blah. So they say, don't even bother looking at your subscriber numbers because it doesn't mean shit. And yet when they're dropping? And yet when they drop, we're like, (laughs) people don't love us. But it's like, um, we have those moments of where it dips because it's life and holidays. And there's definitely going to be times when our listeners are listening more and times when they're listening less. But it affects, I think, you and I in that we question if there's a dip and the dip happens too long, we begin to question, oh, should we be doing continue doing this? Yeah. And that, that is one of the questions, right? Should we continue doing this? Does it make sense? But the other question is really burning and intrigue for me is how am I getting in the way of getting this, this, what we care so much about? And the, the reason we do this is because of this sort of spiritual psychology thing we do where nothing is just at surface value. Right. Like this stuff is cool. When you open it up and start looking, you start realizing, oh, I'm actually, I have been unclear about my relationship to the podcast, or I feel like maybe professionally I shouldn't be on a thing called the holy fuck pocket. Like, I don't know, but I had to start looking. Why would I be getting in my own way? Because in spiritual psychology, (laughs) how I would see this is I'm the cause. What I think, this is also quantum physics for Mm -hmm. those of you who might think it's who hoo ha woo wash or whatever <laughs> pig wash whatever, but the effect just starts with us. What we observe is because of how we're looking at it, and if we start seeing that we're losing ground or we can't even you know it's self created it's self created mm-hmm. and, and so, so then like why are we creating why that would experience? I be creating this experience or why do I need this experience what is this experience giving me. So we never know which one of those questions it is to answer, but sometimes, and I think you'll feel this, you feel this too, it's like something goes, oh. Mm -hmm. It's a little, they don't have to be aha moments that are big and massive. They can just be this slight understanding. Well, especially if you're getting in your way. You're not usually like, oh, wow, look how I'm getting in my But really, you know, as we're talking to you all about this, it's not about our podcast specifically. It's about life. And so if 2020 
your expectations, your desires for 2020, where you're going to come roaring out of the gate with this beautiful new product or this beautiful new thing or baby or anything right. that you're creating. And, you know, and it just doesn't rot, take off like you like were you expected. Your yeah. baby isn't born the day you expected or the pregnancy is actually <laughs> 10 months and no one told you that. And you think you should be having this baby now. Whatever it is, is like there's a slowdown which is trying to get our attention. And I'm but the tendency is to want to work harder, harder. to figure it out instead of laying back. And so like the last two weeks of the new year, (laughs) I've been like forced, especially because I got really sick, to lay back. And that's not what I wanted to do because the new year is about pushing forward into the new year. And it was this like being, it literally felt like someone was, I'm trying to run and someone has their hand, you know, (laughs) their hand on my forehead and they're just like, I'm running, but I'm not going anywhere. And it's like, I I just had to like lay back into it. And so- Staying in bed for a week, like that's so unlike me. And yet, every time I tried to get up and push forward, it was like, nope, go back into bed. And that's a very uncomfortable space for me to be in. And it is, you know, what you and I do, we live a life of contemplation. It's true. And if we're not having enough time to contemplate, then we're kind of just uh, on the hamster wheel. And, um, but I like to contemplate when I want to contemplate, not when I'm being forced to contemplate. <laughs> I don't need two weeks in bed. That's not cool for me. I agree. I agree. And that's the hardest thing. Or even sometimes when our businesses aren't, you know, we put out a new program and nothing happens. No one signs up. And the tendency is to want to make ourselves wrong or say that something, but what if it's actually perfect and there's something that wasn't quite right about the program we put out. Not that we're getting feedback specifically, but that we have an opportunity to wonder deeper. Right. You know, really, what? How do I? Did I really even want to do this program? We've had that experience <laughs> <laughs> once, and maybe more. Yeah, than I've once. done a lot. You know, I've put out a lot of programs in the past, or several programs where. It was like someone said to me, like, oh, you should do this. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's the universe dropping in. A, I should do that. Okay. So I go and I do it. And then it kind of fizzles. And I go, huh, I wonder why it fizzled. And then when I really go back and look at how it came about, there was never really that excitement behind it or mm. that, like, oh, like pull from the universe of like, oh, this is it. It was more like, oh, yep, that's something I need to do in order for me to get more clients or, you know, and it's so it's more in that survival mode, not from the inspired place. Right. So the difference in those two places are one is coming from your ego. I got to fix a problem and you're scared probably on some level. We are scared on some level. Whereas the other one is coming from creation. And it's Mm -hmm. both are creation, but one's creation like from scarcity and one's creation from abundance, right? Well, in our podcast was (laughs) like it was from creation and inspiration, right? So the tendency in my life is... I get inspired, and I'm really good at creating stuff. I've created children's theater. I've created, you know, poetry books. I've created coaching businesses and this podcast. Like, I can create product. Once it's created, I bump up against my edge where it's the, 
either putting it out into the world or monetizing it. Like that to me, those those are my scary places. Well, and I would like to say that since I have similar scary places, I have a tendency to think that most of us have those as scary places. So as you're listening, like as our as our peeps are listening, as you guys are really centering into what has your new year been like, it's great information to start wondering about all this stuff and start saying like, where did the energy for this come from? Was it kind of like, I sometimes feel like my energy is high and buzzy. And to me, high and buzzy energy feels like it's not really deeply grounded inside me. So I'm mm-hmm. maybe doing it because someone said I was good at it or because they thought I would, you should go this way or any of the things that you mentioned. Holy fuck, while it's fun and joyful for us, has never been high and buzzy. If anything, it's been a quieter, lower energy, but I've still struggled with putting it out mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons. And which doesn't help it to be successful. So, that, and we've both right. done this in ways. So, so what we're talking what we're about is about. this underlying either fear or underlying block that you or I or both of us together have that blocks the flow of energy from letting this podcast go out in the world. And we're using this podcast. It could be anything. It could be. It could be your coaching business. Or it relationship. could be your family. It could be your relationship. So it's like, where where are you trying to make something flow? And that that's kind of the word. <laughs> when you're trying to make something flow, it's like... Well, and where are you blocking it? Not at, so unconsciously, where are you blocking it? Because this, there is a lot of flow. So we know this is good and it really creates value. And really, that's the only reason we did it. We, we didn't set out to make money by this. We, we thought <laughs> this was easy. <laughs> we thought this would be really easy to do a podcast. I have disabused a whole bunch of people of that idea in the last year. But it isn't hard for us to produce it. Mm-hmm. It's what you said. It's the putting it out and the monetizing. I do not think we're completely unusual in that, yeah. partly because it's about the vulnerability of saying this is valuable, which means I'm valuable, right? And this is my offering, which means I am my offering. And, and I think maybe we're at this place where we're trying to figure out like because we've attached ourselves, our egos have attached yeah. so heavily to the name holy fuck, the idea of holy fuck, that I think what you and I are both kind of toying with in our heads is, you know, we both want to live a life of service and we both feel very passionate about spiritual psychology tools and the work we do and making them um, available to everybody. And we use funny stories, sad stories, happy stories, sexy stories in order to, you know, explain different ways to use these tools. And are we so attached to the name of the podcast that it's blocking right. our service out into the world? Right. And even more, are we hiding behind the name of our podcast that's blocking us from doing more service in the world? Like, we love our name <laughs> and we want it. We thought it was cute. And people respond really well to it once they hear it, but they can't find it. So you know, people don't want it even on their feed because they don't want to see like some of the pictures that we use, which are hilarious, <laughs> and they will admit they're hilarious uh, on their feed. So I, it, 
So the ego attachment part, right, is we love our logo. <laughs> we love our silly pictures. I don't know about you, but it's, I've allowed it to become a part of me. Yeah. And so now we have this ridiculous thing that because we've allowed ourselves, not the podcast is not the ridiculous thing. The ridiculous thing is the idea that because this podcast is holy fuck, that we can't change the name because then we're losing a piece of our identity. Even mm-hmm. though we would get the result we want. Result oh, well, we, we don't know that, but... No, we would have more access to the result right. we want. And we would find out if it was the podcast or, or the name. <laughs> it could be us. It could be people really fucking hate us. Um, but every time I start to think that, like, oh, maybe... Someone people, calls you, right? Someone calls, oh, someone know. sends me a message or something, and they just say something so beautiful and important that I'm like... That to me is spirit speaking. Like if if we were really terrible and if no one was getting anything out of it, then I don't think spirit would allow for good feedback to come through. Yeah, the synchronicities and the messages that we get the day Crystal was having um, her meltdown. <laughs> Great, the day Crystal was meltdown, having her meltdown and her feelings about holy fuck not being able to be posted anywhere. She got one of the most beautiful communications from someone and shared it with me. It was really touching. And I thought, who cares how many followers we have? The only reason to care is that we're helping more people. But my ego, I don't care. So the question then is, oh, but my ego likes the name. So it's (laughs) playing with the parts of us that get attached to the way things are. Mm -hmm. And forgetting that the entire universe changes every single second. Every single time we breathe in, we change everything about our body. So why would our podcast be any different? It it might need to grow up. We might need to grow up. We might need to really- In the holy frick. (laughs) I was going to call it holy duck the other day. I was- Cause, uh, cause my texting kept changing it to duck every time I tried to send it. That if we, if we called it holy duck, then we'd have to change the lips to like duck lips. Duck lips. The <laughs> well, the funny thing is that we had an inkling about this last year and we decided to create another name and a very similar logo, which we also love. Uh, two gals is what you're talking about. It's called Two Gals Soul School. Right. And the logo is two gals and still have our lips on it, just like so. There's a place that we were led to open up to trying something new, and then we just dropped it and we went back to holy fuck and we just kept doing it. So, well, I think I get stuck in that because because the name was so inspired. It was. It was that hilariously I, I keep inspired. In this, whenever I start thinking of changing it, I'm going, "Is it because I'm?" scared or not trusting like if spirit led us to that name and the way in which our podcast rolled out so quickly like how could that be wrong this is where i'm getting yeah i get it up in my head right and this is this is where spiritual psychology is challenging because you have to listen for the deepest meaning mm-hmm. and our egos yelling meanings <laughs> mine <laughs> yells meaning all the time oh no no honey just keep going but the truth is that when we're not getting the result we want, which is literally, I see these posts and it says, this post is doing better than 82% of your other posts. Promote it. I know if I press that little promote button, I'm just going to get a big old fat rejection button in the next, they're never going to do it. 
Right. So I feel the frustration of that, and I don't believe that would be happening, and I don't believe your frustration would be happening if we weren't being an- another time invited into something new. So when when our audience, when you guys are thinking about your businesses or your families or whatever, and there's chaos up, don't assume that's the wrong thing or or something's not working. Don't ass- assume you're getting a message. Assume right. you're receiving a transmission, even though it's not like the holy open, the sky mm-hmm. opens and the doves and the light. But in some ways it is because when you start to follow those things, you start to learn which ones are speaking to you and which ones are saying, turn this boat around or keep this boat going. So we're considering it. We don't know. We're we're resisting it, as you can hear, because <laughs> we love to say holy fuck and we love to say fuck everything and we all that stuff is fun. And I, th- I think that's where part of my anger came the other day because I feel like so many people like to say that and it was pissing me off that you can go and, you know, buy drugs on the internet and buy a hooker and, you know, watch porn. You can search and you can do all of that stuff. And yet we can't have a podcast out there on iTunes that says, holy fuck. I mean, it's out there, but you know, it's buried. So it was just this like, really, you can do all of this like crazy shit in the world, but our podcast is something to be scared of. And it's not like, I mean, it's labeled explicit. So it's not like kids are, you know, listening to whatever. But so I'm just, it feels like I'm just angry that in this day and age, this is where we're still at. Because I'm like, I've done my work and I'm through it. Why can't the whole world (laughs) shift with me? (laughs) The whole fucking world shift with me. Well, but I think, I think that maybe it's about meeting the world where the world is. And not needing to. Oh, I to, hate that. Oh, like you saying you, that. Right? I hate, like literally. <laughs> she just looked at me like, <laughs> fuck. She did give that. me the fuck you look. Because in my mind, why would a, if the world, if the world is so fucked up, <laughs> why would we let that lead us? It's like, not, that's not what's leading us though. What's leading us is what we want, which is to communicate and be of service. And we're both so clear we want to be of service. I think what's really beneath the frustration, and again, if we have entrepreneurs and people who have causes and things that are close to your hearts, or even politically, if you have something you care about and no one, you can't get anybody's attention, you feel this frustration of not being able to kind of actualize yourself into the world. It's like, I can't get my message out there. I feel like it's one more person's telling me that I'm. it's not okay for me to be me. Yeah. That's, well, and that's what we call projection. We'll just leave it right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just leave it. But I'm saying like, it's like, I'm, I've worked so hard to be able to speak up in the world of like, this is who I am. And like iTunes or whatever, pushing me down or not allowing me to be that. It's not just iTunes, everyone. Huh? I said, it's not just iTunes. No, I'm just, it's the man, but I'm trying to make it uh, like... So that our audience can understand like what we're up against. It's like, it just feels like one more person telling me it's, there's something wrong with me. Yeah, I hear you. And I think I am mostly thinking that I was feeling that way too. And I think that way sometimes too. And I still think, I really do think that this is an opportunity for us to really look at what matters to us deeply. And instead of being committed to what I want 
consider that what we really want, not what my ego wants mm-hmm. about being able to speak my word out in the world any way I want to, <laughs> which is true for me. I do like to be able to say I have a podcast called Holy Fuck. I want to serve and I want to be present for people and I can't get there. And that's my biggest, that's where my anger starts coming from. That's my like Pele, remember? <laughs> Pele, lava. The the piece of this that feels so important to me is, am I willing to let go of my idea of what it looks like to be me or how fun I want to be or how I want to be seen as avant-garde or something like that? And just put put another name on it so that we can serve more people. Mm-hmm. And it's a tricky one. I'm not saying I we haven't decided yet. So <laughs> this is the beginning of the discussion of us really getting in touch with ourselves of like, is it from fear? Is it, are we blocking ourselves? Is it, I think for me, the name, um, God, it's just so me. I know. And I'm going to have, We've that's where I have so to. so much fun with That's it. what I'm going to have to work through of like. I have a thought here. Okay. You can finish that. Finish no, it. I was just talking about, I need to, this is a surrender moment. Yeah. That's exactly where we were both going. <laughs> That's why I, I was like, to, wait, I think she was about to say that. Because it's this moment of I have to surrender my will to thy will, to God's will. And I've been using my will to put myself out there into the world. And anybody relate to that? Yeah. Oh, and this man. that's the pushing that I'm talking about where, you know, we have an idea of what we want to happen in our life. And for myself, I just, I keep pushing, pushing, pushing. And I have to take these moments of, okay, why am I having to push to make this happen? If it's God's will, it should be effortlessly flowing. Right. Yeah. And this and is where it gets tricky. I know. And then the trickiest part is that your will is actually divine will. Right. You know, and when we refer to God, we're talking about universe and the field and love and all those things and not a specific being and definitely in the not sky. anger. <laughs> <laughs> Anger's ego. <laughs> but when we're anger can also be signaling that there's something deeply disturbing going on for you. And I, I do think that as much fun as we've had and, and as much, and I have to say ego attachment to the ideas and the pictures and the fun we've had with it and the attention we get possibly because people go, what? Mm-hmm. Is it of more value to do it differently and actually be of service more? And that's the question that because my commitment, number one, highest commitment in the world is to love, and I know yours is too, mm-hmm. in a in a full expressive way of the entire world and to accept and love everything about the world is it really important that i have it look like i want it to look or could it possibly be that if we surrender (laughs) funny thing i just picked up a book called letting go (laughs) i have that book (laughs) i think this new year is about that I think the reason it's felt like mud and sludge and for both of us is that we've had an opinion about not, and believe me, it's not just the podcast. We'll get to other things later, <laughs> but we've had an opinion about how we wanted this to go and it didn't flow that way. And that is the indication that letting go is the next move. 
and just, okay, I don't get it. I don't get it, but I need some guidance. And the letting go and the opening and the listening and the centering in our loving, now we're going to be able to hear what the guidance is. Because we don't have all this screaming ego. I want it my way. In my ear. And so this is, you know, it doesn't matter what our audience is grappling with in their life. It's this being aware of the pushing. Are you pushing? Are you pushing? Um, it's and it's also like this gripping feeling, breathless, breathless, um, anger, scarcity, depression. Tension. <laughs> yeah, isn't it interesting that you can be anxious and depressed at the same time? Mm-hmm. Like that's freaking me out sometimes. I'm like, I can have so much anxiety that I can wake up feeling really blue, mm-hmm. and it has something to do with how I'm treating myself and. Seriously, the bottom line is that we should all be treating ourselves like we are God, one with God, the eternal being. And when we're treating ourselves any other way. Well, when we're having anxiety and depression and feeling blue and all of that, we have stepped out of the field. We have forgotten who we are. Absolutely. And remembering who we are is the thing that saves us. Mm-hmm. And saves us, I mean, saves us from ourselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> saves us from our ego. And I just think it's such a it's such a sweet thing when you come in contact with it because it's the difference between being full of all of what we just talked about, pushing, prodding, poking, demanding, manipulating, seducing, craving, all of it, right? And then peace is on the other side, right? And the chasm of that and is is miraculous and it's huge but when we make that step when we actually can and i would say the course of miracles says that god reaches out and takes you from the last step and pulls you in which mm-hmm. is why people have these big experiences of working 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 towards some kind of spiritual experience and then suddenly like whoosh, and then you may never have it again Mm-hmm. which is another spiritual fun thing that we'll talk about another time. So I feel, feel like it? even in this conversation, like when I came here today, I'd woken up feeling blue. I was feeling like mm-hmm. oh, all these decisions are too big. You know, I was having that like feeling. And just from recentering with you and reminding myself in this moment of who I am and what I truly know to be true. Right. So who are you, Krista? I am love. <laughs> and all of you are love. Mm-hmm. But I had been forgetting that in the last couple of weeks because I allowed the new year and the holidays and all of that stuff to become more important in my life for that temporarily. Yeah. Like I lost my practice and I was traveling and, you know, it's like I lost, I lost my practice. <laughs> I lost my practice. <laughs> did you lose it? I left it in I loved it. it. I did. <laughs> and um, and it, even the last couple of days I've, I've thought about my practice. <laughs> But there was even a resistance to that of like, oh my God, I don't want to go back in and start it again because once I started, then I have to be in the loving. (laughs) And I'm kind of happy being pissed and sad and angry right now. So um, I'm I'm appreciating even just witnessing myself in this moment coming back into center and um, into the truth. Yeah. Thank you. 
Well, it, this has been lovely, and um, we're going to find out. You're going to find out if we're going to surrender into a new name. And now the fireworks can start. Happy New Year! That's right. <laughs> well, actually, we're much more available, aren't we? Because yeah. there's no expectation, and we're just here to be joyful. That's true. So guess what, you guys? Spread, Spread the, the love. love. Bye. Bye.